Good morning and welcome to The Secret Behind Our Success. I am Rebecca Rausch, your host and head lizard at Neon Lizard Creative Marketing and Design, where we build foundational brands with social impact. Find us on the web at neonlizardcreative.com. Thanks so much for listening. Today, I am tickled peak to present to you two incredible ladies who not only own CND Events, the absolutely gorgeous Bradford Event Center, but also host hustleandgather.com, the podcast where they share stories and insights that all entrepreneurs use to grow and expand their business. Welcome, sisters in entrepreneurship, Dana Cadwell and Courtney Hopper. Thanks so much for having us. We're so happy to be here. That's great. I want to hear all about these. And I also want to hear about the Anthem House luxury planning experience you have in the works and how the two of you find time to do all of this. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, (laughs) we have a big team. Yes, so probably (laughs) the team of people that we hire to do a lot of these things for us. Yeah, but uh, we definitely, so C&D started uh, very organically. Um, We kind of did it more as a hobby on the side to really uh, garner some market research. We talked about doing a venue. We both got married really young. I got married right out of uh, college. And so of course everybody was like my BFF. So I needed a venue that could hold all my friends and just couldn't find anything that I really loved. And we just were like, we know it'd be really cool. So should open a venue. And so we like sketched out on a napkin um, in Barrock Cafe, which are no more, and uh, realized we didn't know really much about weddings, that we should become wedding planners because that also seemed like it would be a lot of fun. Like, yeah. why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I left that lunch just assuming we were just like kind of shooting the crap, like nothing was really going to come of it. And I think the next day, Courtney called and she said, hey, our friend Megan just got in, engaged and we're going to plan her wedding because we're wedding <laughs> planners now. And I was like, oh, yeah. OK. Nothing um, like swinging by the seat of your pants. Yes, that is Courtney in a nutshell, <laughs> mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Gonna do it. Yeah. So then we did that for a couple of years, um, realized that we loved it, realized we were really good at it um, and kind of tabled the venue for a little bit. And so we were ready to make that initial investment. And um, about seven years after we started C&D, we bought the land. We uh, started all the process of rezoning and built the Bradford about seven years ago and um, just launched Hustle and Gather about two years ago. And then Anthem House launched about a month ago. So it's yeah. a ever, ever evolving thing for us. Wow. That's amazing. Everybody who's listening, run over to Instagram and start following the Anthem. Was it Anthem House? Anthem House. Anthem House. Yep. Yep. Go yep. follow that. North Carolina. Anthem yes, House. North Carolina. Right. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're going to follow that because since it's just starting, they need some followers. Yes. So I got a question. Were your parents entrepreneurs? Uh, yes, and no. yes and no. So they were like later in life entrepreneurs. They do own a business uh, a distribution company in Florida. They deal in like communication parts, antennas, and wires. We should probably know more about it, but yeah. something about antennas. <laughs> something about, yeah, it's antennas and cables. And cables. Um, they and do something, my, they just bring home money sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my grandfather owned it. So we grew up with my, that was my grandfather's business. And then our parents bought it. Mm, I guess 15 years ago. Yeah. That's seven, 2006. Yeah. 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 So later in life. Yeah. Later in life entrepreneurs. Well, you've been in business for 16 years. So, and you don't do just weddings. No. So I can only imagine how tough COVID was. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. COVID was. uh, Should we not go there? No. (laughs) 
I think it's fine. I think there was a lot of beauty that came out of COVID. Um, I think you have to find one, you have to find the silver lining and anything, but for us, like it really, it really firmed our belief that our team is how we get through anything. Um, it really made me feel like I knew what I was doing. I know that sounds crazy, but I, like we, we were in the middle of renovating the buffer. Um, we added this huge, like had like a million dollar investment into it. Ugh. It was supposed to finish. We just have our big party March 27th. And so, you know, the whole 2020. world, 2020. Yeah. So the whole world shut down two weeks before. And, um, and we were, we were really out. I mean, I was very, very nervous. I was like, we just took on an insane mortgage with nothing coming in right now. People rescheduling, we were getting demand letters. I mean, it was so overwhelming, but at the end of it, we, we kind of rallied together. We figured out how to get through it. And I, I personally feel like I can do anything now. Like if <laughs> I can get through the pandemic and, and we're having the best year we've ever had. I mean, we're going to hit course, seven yeah. figures this year. And, and it's crazy to think about well, where we were, you know, in March, April, 2020 and where we are what now. a difference a year can make. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But it definitely solidified that like we're in the right place and we know what we're doing. I, I felt like too, it made us better business people. Yeah. Like it, you couldn't be emotional, right? Because right. everything was emotional. Mm-hmm. I mean, our party didn't happen. We felt emotional about that. Like, so we knew mm-hmm. what that felt like, but you couldn't play into emotions. And I think it was really helpful to just kind of hone our business prowess. And at the end of it, it was like, come <clears throat> at me with whatever. Like, I believe in my contract. <laughs> it's ironclad. I'm not going to get emotional. This is the way that it is. Yeah. And it was really um, like building, I feel yeah. like for us. Yeah. Wow. So. That's great. Do you have kids? Yes. I have three. I have a 12 year old. Well, we have five together. I have a 12 year old. Dana has 11 year old. I have a 10 year old. Dana has a nine year old. I have a seven year old. He was, he was off, uh, off plan. Yeah. He, she, we were (laughs) like, to tell him that. Yeah, I know. He and knows. he's heard that. So yeah. he like says it. He's like, I know that you didn't play it gets me. Because I say you were I my know. little souvenir, honey. From when we were- <laughs> It was a wedding actually. And like all funniness, it was a wedding in Asheville. I blame the altitude. Yeah. Oh, and there was Liam. Was- <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Now I got a question. Yeah. I'm sure. Like I said, I'm kind of weird. I'm going to ask all sorts of crazy questions. But when you were little girls, I love the idea that you're sisters and you're doing this together and you've done all this. If I had been you, I probably would have had my Barbies having galas. Mm-hmm. And did no. you do stuff like that or no? Mm-hmm. Had no, no idea you wanted to do this. No, we loved, we loved, uh, imaginative play. Like we used to play, we um, we called it's it pennies. We, I was like, we called it pennies. <laughs> You're about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> and we would make these small towns. Like someone would be the restaurant. Someone would be the newspaper. Someone would be the store. And sense. so we were always in that like kind of hospitality mindset. Like we really loved like people pretending to serve and, you know, that was really fun. And we all had pennies and you had to pay in pennies to like <laughs> so you get were, the you were financially sandwich. savvy at the yeah. age. <laughs> yeah. It really sucked if you were the newspaper because you would spend the whole exercise writing this newspaper and then yeah. I was like, I'm done. And you're yeah. like, I just got my newspaper finished. Yeah. You're going to buy it. You're going to read it. <laughs> By golly, whether you like it or not. I know. Yeah. yeah. Now you guys have an incredible blog too. That's just chock full of great ideas. I mean, you you guys are quite the dynamic duo. So I, my big question is, I mean, you've got a tremendous amount of knowledge that you're sharing so freely with your stories mm-hmm. and your, and all the different things that you're doing. Did you go to college for the business and all of that? Or is this something that just seriously 
like the penny deal yeah. <laughs> just naturally came to you and this is how it is done. And this is how it's done right. And with integrity. We both have degrees in science. I yeah. have a degree in biology and, a, in my, and a minor in chemistry. Dana has a degree in chemistry and math. Yeah. Yeah. So we were both teachers. teachers yeah. And I think that's it. I think that's the key too, is, um, I feel like we really love structure and I think that's really helpful. And I, I wouldn't say that like, and I say this to anyone starting out in a business, we weren't natural entrepreneurs. What we were natural at is being honest. And we were natural at, like you said, having integrity. And I think that's, what's got us through because we've made mistakes along the way. hundred percent. Like I can give you a bunch. Tell me me one. (laughs) Well, okay. So I think at the very beginning, we really wanted people to book us. And we really undervalued what our, what we could do. We were just like, oh, someone's not going to pay that. I I should just do this. And and you would take on so much extra work. Well, what happened is I couldn't do my job well, because I was promising someone that I was going to bust their tables because they didn't have to get that extra server or whatever. And what it did is it really, uh, we had a lot of, had sad reviews because of it. Cause they're like, they weren't present. They weren't there. And I'm like, well, you're correct. I wasn't present. I wasn't there because I, I didn't stay in the scope of work that I should have. Yeah. Right. right. But that's not their fault. That's my fault. That's Mm -hmm. my fault for saying, yes, I could do that. And it was, there was a lot of like learning curves with that as well. And so, and I think when you're talking about weddings and events, it's a, it's a once in a lifetime thing. You can't go redo it. And no event is hundred percent perfect. Um, but as you consistently do events and you, you kind of learn how to be more flexible, how to pivot, how to put out fires more effectively, um, those mistakes get less and less, but I never looked at a mistake that I made and blamed it on the client or blamed it on a circumstance. It was all right. What was my role in this? What did I do mm-hmm. wrong? And how can I prevent that from ever happening again? And I, and we owned up to it. Like we made it right. However, we need to make it right. We lost some money sometimes, but it was the right thing to do because it was our mistake. And mm-hmm. And it only made us better in the end. Yeah, there was definitely a moment where I was like, Dana, this is not a nonprofit. We are not a 501c3. <laughs> yeah. We've got to bring home some money. Like it's not going to get us anywhere. But I think one of the early lessons that we learned on was that our uh, perception of money mm-hmm. is not necessarily our client's perception right. of money. I'm not even my ideal client. Right. And that's okay. Right. You know, so I think learning that you're sometimes you just get stuck in your head uh-huh. and you're like, oh my gosh, that's asking for so much money. Well, maybe not to that person, not maybe to the person that you want to reach. It might be a lot of money to you. I mean, I, we plan weddings often where you're like, you could have a small vacation home or a very nice car, or you could have this wedding, right? right. <laughs> you might make a different decision you know, based on where you're at in your life, but that you can't make that decision for your client. So mm-hmm. you can't go in. Right scared, you know, or with your own preconceived notion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Valuing those memories and you create that for them. Yeah. And that's something that that's just magical. That's Disney-esque, you know, what you guys are doing. I think that's incredible. What do you think is the best lesson you've learned? Mm. Best lesson. Does it have to do with the, like in business and this is like in business in general, (laughs) (laughs) either one. I think, I think this is true for all business. And I think it was refined in the events world is that a lot of times um, when someone's having an emotional outburst, Mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. It is normally something about great, uh, like something else that is happening. And Mm -hmm. it took a while for me to understand that when a mom is upset or dad is upset, it's just because they're emotionally spent from 
you know, giving their kid away or from that their child is growing up or, or maybe there's, they're missing their parent. That's not there. Like there are so many reasons why that person is, is having an emotional moment. And for me, the best thing I could do is recognize it's not about me and validate how they're feeling, address their concerns, and then fix whatever, whatever is making them upset, whether it's because, I mean, the craziest things like, I don't know, that centerpiece is off-centered or something like, I mean, just like ridiculous things that you know that you can fix. And you're like, I totally understand. I know you had this perfect vision in your mind and I will make sure this is perfect in hundred percent. I'm going to bring you back down in 45 minutes. You can do your final walkthrough make sure you don't want anything changed. So I know you want this perfect. Like, whereas I think initially when we first started, I would just be like offended. Like, why is this is not my fault? Like I didn't put that centerpiece there, but it, it doesn't matter. Right. You know, like it's not about me. So I would I say, that. yeah, I would say that everybody's plate size is different. Mm-hmm. So don't compare what you could fit on your plate to what maybe an employee or a client or whatever can fit on their plate. Cause yeah. it may not line up. You know, I feel like one, one of the, one of the things that we've learned is kind of like tempering your expectations. You mm-hmm. can't filter your expectations for somebody else, especially when you have lots of employees uh, through what your self expectations are, you're just going to be disappointed, mm-hmm. you know, or sometimes I'm surprised. Like sometimes I'm like, they will exceed my expectation, but most of the time it's like, why are they having a hard time with this when I'm handling X, Y, Z mm-hmm. and you just got to realize that their plate size is different and mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's a really great thing. Who is, who are your best influencers that you like to listen to? Mm. Ooh, I'm a big Brene Brown fan. Yeah. Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. that one. I'll have to look that up. Oh, oh she's wow. amazing. I, I love, I love Glennon Doyle. Um, I, she is, she speaks to me more personally. We're really, we're friends and I really, uh, admire, uh, Rachel Sheeran. I think she has a lot of really great advice and just really good words of wisdom. Um, whenever I'm really having a issue or struggling, I know I can text her or I'll hop on her podcast and listen to it. Cause she has some great advice there as well, but we're definitely, uh, and I think each other, I know that sounds so super cheesy, but we, mm-hmm. we bounce a lot off each other. <laughs> How close are you guys in age? Two and a half years apart. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what my kids are. Now, yeah. another question. Are you guys um, using a uh, pod? Uh, sorry, Clubhouse. Because I can see you as moderators on Clubhouse. Yes, I have yeah, we, we did it. We did relationship it. Like, with that. Yeah, <laughs> we've done it. We did it in the beginning, but mm-hmm. pretty heavily. And um it's been a little bit harder. I think it, we're trying to get back into it. So we do some like more scheduled things, not very, not super often. Um, we'll guest host, we'll guest host um, here and there. Um, but we, it's a lot. It's like, it's not, it's a little bit on the back burner for us. We're trying to get other things up and going and not spending probably the time we should in clubhouse, but I love the app. It's super fun. Yeah. I, I listen yeah. to it every day when I'm driving. Hmm. So no, I feel me. like, I feel like a, a love hate relationship with that app for sure. Like I can't, I can't say 100% I love it. I've loved some of our interactions. I've not loved some of our interactions. I think it brings about a whole lot of like armchair experts <laughs> that haven't actually done anything, but they're telling you what you should do. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Yeah. I've, I've heard about that. These multi-million dollar guys that are living in their parents' basement. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have one of those. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My son would kill me if he heard me say that. He's <laughs> on his way out. He's on his way out. Um, do you have a mantra that you live by? Mm-hmm. A value, That's... a mantra, something that you say to yourself when times get tough. Mm. 
I mean, I would ever have to go into a really tough conversation, whether it's with an employee or whether it's, you know, with a client, I tell myself that I can do hard things. Like Dana, you can do hard things. Like you can do this. And it's a lot of great deep breaths um, and recognizing that I'm capable because I I get in my head too much. I get super nervous about um, how I'm coming across and perception and whatnot. Yeah. Do you, do you do yoga or anything like that as well? I I don't, but Courtney's a huge yogi. She should. (laughs) She's telling me I should. Yeah. I'm afraid I get stuck. No. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Courtney? What about you? Um, I would say stay curious, like life's a windy journey. Like I am often just in awe of where life takes us. And I'm like, I'm so surprised we're here. Like we can share this. Recently, we were asked to teach a class, a course at our alma mater, Meredith. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, we both have science degrees, right? Right. And somewhere back in the universe, 10 years ago, I was talking to my husband. I was like, you know, it'd be amazing. It's like just teaching a course, like being back in that academic kind of realm and just kismetly we've met the director they started a new program of hospitality and uh we are going through this spring all the process to become adjunct professors mind you we none of us have a doctorate degree to teach a course in the fall about event planning and I was like I remember we got in the car after that meeting and I was like that's what I love about life like sometimes just hits you upside the head and you're like, how did they end up here? Like, it's so surprising. I didn't know the day was going to end with this conversation and now it's something serious, you know? Yeah. That sounds like you're really humble and really grateful for everything that mm-hmm. you've been given in life and, and have worked for in life. And I think that oh, has yeah. a lot to do with it. And like, I know I talk about professional positivity, how often people, you know, like you said, they point fingers or they try to get out of it and they won't take accountability instead of just viewing it through a different set of glasses mm-hmm. sure. you know, and saying, okay, yeah, that, that, that table broke in half and the cake fell on the floor. That sucks. But you know what? That's great. Let's have a cake party. Throw it. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's right. We'll I mean, make some, some, uh, cake pops. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Cake I, I think that's. I think that's true. I think there are people who life happens to, like you can take on that victim mindset or there's people who life happens for, you know what I mean? And you definitely want to be in the camp that life is happening for you. It's not happening to you. Oh, that's great advice. So of all the responsibilities you have, everything you've got going, which I don't see how you juggle so much. What's your favorite one? Hmm. That's really I know it's hard, hard to, to say because you got people working for you and you don't want to go, what? She likes them better. I mean, uh, you're making if, it, a, if everybody was gone, there were no employees. It was just up to you to do one mm. of the things that you oh, do. Lord. What would you do? Oh, that's a really, really, really hard one. Um, what would you do, Dana? No, it's like, I feel like I'm put on the spot. So I, I really love different things My about job. all of them. I think right now, like... <laughs> Right now where our passion really is, it's, and where mine is, I guess I could say is probably in, um, in hustle and gather. I get so much energy in life from other entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's something that has been missing from, from, from us for so long. Like, and we, we'd say this on the podcast a lot is that because we had each other, we kind of created our own islands and we just didn't realize that there were other people out there that felt the same way we did or had the same struggles or Mm -hmm. really kind of had the same thoughts that we did. We just thought we were crazy. Like, Oh my God, like, why don't I know this? How did I, how do I like, what are you talking about when you're talking about tax stuff? Like, I don't know. Am I, in, I, I still probably can't even tell you my S corp or corporate. I don't even know. Right. Like you're all these things that like, I feel like I we, we just kind of took on and, and I, I really love that. I think the community we're starting to build with hustle and gather has been like, it's just been life-giving. Yeah. Um, 
but I mean, I love, I, I love my planning team. They are like our OG people. They've been with us for some for like 15 years and, you know, most all of them have been with us for at least five. So like, they're like family. And then the Bradford team is, um, they just, I think they keep us young and they keep us they're all young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's um, young to me. <laughs> I like a TV. I know. That's what happens. Babies. I know. <laughs> It's worse when you get older. Yeah. Let me tell you, I'm uh, getting older. I just turned a decade. <laughs> now, yeah. Courtney, what, what about you? What's your favorite responsibility? My favorite responsibility. Um, yeah, I, I do love hustle and gather because I like inspiring. I, I feel like for me, my mission with my team and with whatever else is empowering people to kind of step into their fullness and whatever it is that, entrepreneurial wise or within a position or within a company. Like I do love that, but probably like my favorite, like activity, if you're not talking about like a business is future casting. Like Mm -hmm. I am totally about running the numbers, what we can do, making our money work for us the best. Oh yeah. I love that. Like (laughs) I could spend hours of procrastination on just, I already have our 2022 like mapped out and like, I think we should tweak this, 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 this. Dana hasn't even seen it, but <laughs> well, I, she, well, she'll say it and she'll go through all these things. She's like, do you want me to explain? I'm like, no, I'm, you you're fine. I trust you. <laughs> Are you the visionary, Dana? No, I, I am not the visionary. I, I think I have good ideas. Yeah. Like, I, I she's definitely, the, she's the implementer. Yeah. Like Corey says, I want to do this. And I'm like, okay, that's a great idea. Let's figure out how we can make that happen. And I help try to make that happen. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Diana, I'm, a, I'm like, I'm a visionary. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. That's very true. <laughs> All right. So you love, you're the visionary and an integrator. Is that what yeah, I'm, I'm I, Well, I am the numbers person. I, yeah. Yeah, I deal with that. all the cash flow and all, all that, that stuff and help make those decisions. And, but also I have the vision. So I'm like, we have the money to do this. So we should right. X, Y, Z. So it's a, it's a great combo. And Dana's like, well, you need to do all these things before you get from A to Z, like mm-hmm. you need to show chunk it up, break it down and like really make it happen. So what a, what a great connection mm-hmm. you guys have in that. We, I have a, my project coordinator is uh this lady by the name of Susan and she is the numbers person and she is mm-hmm. the logic person. And she, and I, I call her my tether because I'm the visionary yeah. that goes off into la la land wanting to do these mm-hmm. crazy things. And she's pulling me back to earth going, you know, that's they not do. really reasonable. No, I know. <laughs> So you got to have that. somebody like that in your life. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So now let's say that I'm a photographer or mm-hmm. a catering director or a corporation. What is the best way for me to contact you guys? How do you like to communicate? Mm-hmm. What do you want them to do? Yeah, that's I mean, great. I think going to our um, Hustle and Gather website. So that's where we talk a lot about um, like team training, kind of the entrepreneurial spirit, how to scale. So I think hustleandgather.com would probably be a good place to start. That's where you can get access to our podcast and our newsletter, whatever we're thinking that yeah. week. You never know. We're all over Instagram. Everything has an Instagram. All of it. We have a marketing director that will send us a DM if it's something specific for us. So if you can't, Find that, just find us on Instagram. We'll connect that way. Someone will get the information. Someone will get it to us. (laughs) So Hustle and Gather is turning into the hub of everything else. And everything else is a spoke of that. Not really. No. So I think I, we don't, so we have this, so our OG business C&D events is like our umbrella company. And that website, actually, if you go there, that has, that links kind of everything to it. 
Um, but everything kind of stands on its own. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. like for the Bradford, for example, we do require like a planner, but we limit the amount that C&D can take their year. So Bradford does anywhere from hundred to 120 events a year. And as for us, we only take on 10% of those. We open up the other 90% to make sure that the rest of the industry like has like, we're just very big on like supporting other people. Um, mm-hmm. So the Bradford kind of, a lot of people who like, well, brides that I'm being married at Bradford, have you heard? No idea. They have no idea that we're even like, you know, own it, that we're the part of the people that opened it, you know? You built it, you designed it. So yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. like, yes, I have heard of it. It's very nice, isn't That's it? Nice. That's nice <laughs> it's the best. Everybody should get Good choice. That. That's right. Yeah. I love it. So they well, kind of just stand on their own. Mm-hmm. That's great. I, one thing I was noticing is it, being a designer, um, mm-hmm. your design is beautiful and it's very consistent all throughout all of your sites. Um, I was, I was, tell your marketing director kudos on that. I thought that was awesome. So um, we will let her know. Yeah, she's doing a beautiful job. They're very, very Thank nice you. and very consistent. And I, I liked all of them. And I'm I'm pretty, pretty picky about those things. Mm-hmm. So that's okay, a great well, compliment. I was gonna do the ocean personality quiz with you guys, but I'm pretty okay. sure I already know all the answers. Okay. Have you ever heard of it? No. Uh-uh. You haven't. All right. Jasmine's no, 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 no. Jasmine's no, we gotta do it. You wanna do it? All right. Yeah, we'll do it. Okay. Okay. Look up. Um, first off, it come. I don't know where it originally originated. I learned about it on uh, with Vanessa Van Edwards. She does uh, the Science of People. Who is a? Mm-hmm. She's one of my influencers that I love, and she teaches body language and talking and communication. She's awesome. Um, and also Jordan Peterson, a bunch of others use this personality quiz. It's very quick and easy. Six questions. Okay. You answer low, medium, or high. High meaning, yep, yep that's me. Low okay. meaning, nope. Nope, not at all. Not me. Okay. okay. <clears throat> like I said, I already think I know what you're going to say. Okay. So the first one is openness. If you're high in openness, you love trying new things and having new experiences. Dana? Hi. I'm like a, probably a medium. Oh. I'm pretty high. Yeah. You're, di- you're, you're quite interesting, Courtney. You're a little bit of everything. <laughs> she is actually. <laughs> Conscientiousness. I- Mm, what high. is your level when you approach organization and details? If you're high in conscientiousness, you're very organized and you love details. I'm definitely a high. Uh, uh, I'm probably low, but I really low. want to be a man. <laughs> I try. How hard. can you be numbers and not be conscientious? That doesn't. That's that's great. That I know. doesn't match up to me. Okay, extroversion. If you're an extrovert, mm. you thrive around people and can't get enough. Hi, I'm low. She's I'm a conundrum. So- <laughs> I know. You sound kind of like me because I, I like I'm an everybody thinks I'm an extrovert, but I, I'm much happier alone. I am. I'm, I I call I, myself a high functioning introvert, but I can be out there. But there's a point, and Dana can tell you as a network events where like I'm done. I shut off. I'm done. Like I I can't do it literally. Oh. And if like someone's not forcing me to go somewhere, a lot of the times. I will just not go because I would, I'm like a hermit. The like, longer I'm at my house, the longer I want to be there. I know COVID has been good for me. I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know, the, I know. I'm sorry for the illness and death rates and all that kind of stuff, but I've, I've enjoyed being at home. That's right. Right. But um, mm-hmm. agreeableness, if you rate high in agreeableness, you are likely a friendly and compassionate people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Probably medium. Probably medium. I think I'm a low. 
Well, you have high compassion, low people pleasing. I don't know. I think a medium. So I'm like in between. Yeah, I would think in your field you have to be high people pleaser because everything mm. about what you do is all about pleasing. But, well, it's but an does, act. it is an act. So yeah. like you have to have boundaries or yeah. you will not be able to do what we do long term. And I, you will just burn out. I mean, I was literally just talking to somebody about this the other day. Like it's, it's about finding a connection with somebody real or not. Like when you're in an event, when you're at an event, it's quick. Right. So I don't have to forge this lifelong thing. So I can, I can talk to a brick wall about anything. I can find (laughs) anything in common. I can talk to you about the drink you're drinking, the dress you're wearing, the shoes you have on your feet. And I am very personable in that way, but it's not always real if that makes sense because it doesn't have to be I would, I'm sure it's real because that sounds right real. you don't want right. to say that right <laughs> can we edit that out yes. <laughs> <laughs> trying to save you but give you more thank you I'm just <laughs> well I understand though a lot of times yeah. it's it's small talk and small yes. talk is not necessarily not real it's right just, not deep we're just feeling fill in the space yeah yeah <laughs> So, okay. So the next one is neuroticism. Now neurotic is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. It just means you worry and have lots of anxiety, maybe high stress levels. And sometimes you might be a little bit sharp tongue. I'm definitely a high. I am like, I'm pretty neurotic about some things. And then I'm like pretty like, but other things she's pretty low she's only neurotic about her children's safety. Absolutely. Like I panic. I'm pretty neurotic about numbers. Uh, I'm a fairly neat person. Like I don't like clutter, clutter. I don't like smudges on baseboards. Like if you ask the Bradford <laughs> girls, they would probably call me neurotic. But then if you like ask like a friend, I think that's up to with conscientiousness. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. You would not be happy at my house with four kids on a farm. No, so no, no, maybe no. medium. I'm going to go with the middle on that one. Okay. All right. The final question is just for you. Custom thought of just for you after reading everything. Okay. What is an event the two of you had together as teenagers that you joke about to this day? An event? Event. It's like something that happened? Some, maybe something that happened between you. I'll use an example is my daughter will kill me for this, but my daughter was running around the house one day going, we had gone to a Chinese or a Japanese restaurant and they sing that happy birthday, happy mm-hmm. birthday. They'd sing that. And she's like, oh, it's in mm-hmm. my head. I can't get it. I know all the words. And I'm like, all four of them? <laughs> <laughs> and the whole house just cracked up. And to this day, we can't sing happy birthday unless we make a joke about that. So that kind mm-hmm. of thing. One of my favorite stories growing up was like one of our biggest fights. You have a sweater? Yes. I was say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> See, we, had, we get some good juicy stuff out of we this. Had Tell ju- me about we, the sweater. We uh, moved in high school. Well, Dana was in eighth grade. I was in a junior, 11th grade yeah. in yeah. high school when we moved up from Florida to North Carolina and we didn't share pants, but we like had a community shirt closet. Like everybody, we all shared clothes and there wasn't any rules. Like it wasn't like you could wear it after I wore it or anything like, like that. We, Are there more? It was new, right? Yeah. So it was all, no, no, no just us. Just okay. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. It was all, Sorry. We have a brother. Yes. He might've wanted to be a sister, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> So we had moved up to North Carolina and we were getting ready. And Dana was like, I'm going to wear uh, a sweater vest. The sweater vest. A sweater vest. Sure. I was like, styling. I know. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you can't wear that. I've never worn it. She's like, what? That, that doesn't matter. I'm going to wear it to school. And I was like, no, put it back. Like I haven't worn it. I'm going to wear it to school or whatever. She was so angry. She's like, I can't believe you're not going to let me wear this sweater vest. I was very angry. So was angry. Unfair. She was like, I, 
I can't even stay in the same room as you. And I was like, that's fine. She's like, I, I'm going to go sleep outside the room. And she like took her pillow and took her blanket and slept on, in on the, the couch. Um, no, it was no, in on the, the hallway. Floor, Cause yeah. our brother, we were in this two yeah, bedroom that, apartment. That really we hurt you, didn't Building you, a house. <laughs> did. I was like, that really hurt me. <laughs> Laying on the floor. <laughs> it was the principal. She was so, I can't I even be so in the angry. same room with you. That I was like, the door. Okay. <laughs> yes, I love it. I know. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, yeah. That was, it just wasn't very fair. punitive. Yeah. I love sisterhood. I love my sister so much. We have so many stories. And when we get together, mm-hmm. we just rehash them daily. It's just hysterical. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you want them to go to hustlinggather.com, right? Uh-huh. If anybody well, what's our ocean personality? Well, there was no it. resolution here. Well, that's it. You did. You, you, you're, you're high in openness. You're high, low, low, medium, medium. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. It's, oh, it doesn't, okay. it's not that's like it. you come out with an INFJ or something. It's not quite that deep. But, okay. Um, okay. Okay. If you yeah. want to know more, go to, go to Vanessa. She's, she's awesome. I'm going to. <laughs> okay. She's good. There's a lot of them. I've got a ton right of them. In fact, I always tell everybody about this, but on, my, on our website, on the Neon Lizard Creative website up here. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a resources page and on that are all those influencers that I like. So mm-hmm. if you want some new ones, check it out. I'd yeah, love to hear love about that. yours too. So you'll have to send me yours. I will um, for sure. That would be great. Cause I'm, I'm obsessed with all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I got to yeah. learn every day. So mm-hmm. thank you guys. This has been yeah. so much fun. I hope yeah. you had fun and had so fun in memory lane. Yes. And <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and sign us off and if you will stay online and we'll talk in a sec. Thank you everyone for listening to the story behind our success. I'm Rebecca Roush and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for being a part of the story behind our success. If you are a successful six-figure entrepreneur or an inspirational speaker who would like to be on this program, please visit neonlizardcreative.com slash podcast slash apply. If we're inspired by this interview, we would be honored if you would share it on social media and even rate it. Your thumbs up rating goes a long way to promote the show. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them, let them know. Hashtag story behind our success. And don't forget, opt in on the website so you don't miss an episode. We have some fantastic guests on the docket. And if you want to know more, check out neonlizardcreative.com. See you next time.